0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 101. That's why That's 101. Uh, two broke Dalmatians. Two broke watch knob Two broke. <laughs> two. It's 101. Two broke. Two broke Dalmatian snobs.
1: That I'd sounds like, right. I'd like a Dalmatian mascot. Can that be our mascot?
0: I I think it's a it's a touch non sequitur if we just had like a Dalmatian mascot for a watch podcast about two guys not talking about watches and getting drunk. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: Dalmatians are pretty pretty tough dogs to take care of. I hear.
0: Are are they? They seem like they're quite sprightly. So you have to either um you know be sprightly yourself or you know give the dog you know bourbon or, or whatever you're supposed to do to keep, <laughs> to keep to keep things calm. Don't give your dog. I'm I'm, I'm being totally facetious. Please please don't give your dogs alcohol.
1: I'm sure there there are a few dogs out there that have a healthy intake of bourbon. <laughs>
0: Well, isn't that what they do with St. Bernard's and like the out, Swiss out Alps? In Kentucky. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, right? Well,
0: no, like uh, that's a thing with with St. Bernard's, like in like, like the, like the, like the, like the Alp dogs that save people when they go out in the mountains and flip flops and like get caught in caves. Like the dog has like a cask of like bourbon or some shit on its neck and it's supposed to like keep you warm or at least forget, oh. help you forget that you're dying. You know what I'm talking about?
1: No, but that sounds, that sounds odd does anyone oh my Hold god I could, not,
0: I could not have I could not have dropped this does anyone know what the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> also just a side, just a segue does anyone know what the fuck I'm talking about is the name of my um, soon to be coming out autobiography or uh, just led a life of just complete disarray and not knowing what's going on, on is it
1: going to be on audiobook as well
0: it's going to be on audiobook but it's going to be in braille <laughs> okay perfect in the audio in the audiobook in so the it's going to be four and a half hours of silence you know what I'm saying
1: yeah. Yeah, or Morse code. Or do Morse code, code too.
0: <laughs> Hope you guys have three weeks to listen to my audiobook. <laughs> but here, you are listening to the two book watch snobs. We're here to talk about watches and maybe Dalmatians and potentially bees. Although I've been told to not ask or to not talk about bees anymore, which is totally fine. But um really, really cool episode. We are bringing back a super fun segment that I didn't realize it's been so long since we've done. So we have um, a series of reoccurring segments that we've done on the shows, and I also didn't realize how old this segment was. I didn't realize we did it in single digits, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, so I'm always surprised when I look back. Sometimes
0: it's crazy. So this week, um, episode one hundred one, we are doing guilty pleasure watches, part three. Probably one of the like funnest segments that I can recall doing. All the segments are fun, but this is particularly fun because it's um. It's quite, uh, what's the word? It can be a bit lavish or a bit ridiculous sometimes. So the idea behind the guilty pleasure watch is a watch that you recognize as being too expensive or superfluous or useless or just a ridiculous watch to love. But there's something about it that you can't help but love. My mind's telling me no. But my body, (laughs) my body is telling me yes. Is that like an accurate description of the guilty pleasure watch, right?
1: Yeah, that that is. I I could I can agree with that. Yeah, man. So and um, um, mm,
0: before I talk more about guilty pleasure watches, because I want to talk about some of the previous ones we've talked about before we start getting into the new ones. But before we do that, should we honor tradition, or should we just should we just should we just throw tradition out the window? What do you think? Should we do a wrist check, or should we just should we just jump in? I think should. I think you
1: should you should start off the wrist check. We should probably do a wrist check,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, if, what are we if, if, if not, you know, tradition-following,
1: two broke watch knobs, two broke... watch two media, broke, watch media creators, yes. watch media. I guess I don't fucking
0: know. <laughs> Is what we're doing? Watch me. I, 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 told, I told a conch joke last episode. Yeah. I think I, I'm not sure how much watch media we do these days, but here, let's do an audio wrist check. Um, happy to start mine first because I'm wearing a very, very cool piece. I'm wearing something I never thought I would wear. I'm wearing a grill watch. I uh, acquired. Earlier, uh, earlier this year, I am wearing my Slava Medical uh, Soviet pulse meter. Really, really cool watch. I'm wearing this nice. watch because I don't. I feel like I haven't worn it on air in a while. And I'm also wearing the Slava Medical pulse meter because I did a video on it um, last week. Uh, I did a YouTube video on it, just talking about the actual pulse meter scale on the dial, or the two pulse meter scales on the dial. Um, showing some different angles of the watch, talking about the movement of the watch, and just kind of um, the idea behind a pulse meter um, dial scale in relation to other more popular dial scales like um, telemeter or tachometer and things like that. So
1: you really f- got in there. You you took the case back off and showed it, showed everything off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing
0: is, it's a watch that people don't really get to see that yeah. often in and that, that much depth. Because usually you'll see like a like a shaky like strip club cell phone picture (laughs) and it's just like it's like oh girl look at that fridge case you know what i mean but it's just like like no let's let's sit there let's sit there for i think it's i think the minute i think that the video is 13 or 14 minutes long so um spend some time with the watch and go and check it out it's really a lot of fun i i my goal with that video was to have people was to try and share my appreciation with the watch of this watch for people so they can kind of appreciate it themselves sort of through how much I love this watch. Getting this watch was a, a huge milestone not just in my Soviet watch collecting sort of journey but also just my, my, just my watch collecting journey. I never thought I would get this watch so when I first started getting the Soviet watches two two pieces really really just <clears throat> had latched themselves to my to my decaying heartstrings, my cholesterol encrusted heartstrings. The first one was the Ricketta Big Zero, which I got I was lucky enough to to land early on. Um it was the first vintage watch I ever got. Second watch I fell in love with was the Slava Medical, and that shit took me forever.
1: Yeah.
0: felt like it took me forever to find it. And so real
1: when you when you finally got it, I was so I was so it's, happy.
0: It's so who am I g I can't be mad at Barabbas anymore. Who am I gonna be mad at now?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I'm sure I'll find somebody to be mad at, but um, it's not that hard for me to get upset at someone. Uh Speaking of which, if you hear music, it's because they just opened a McDonald's across the street from my fucking apartment.
1: Oh wow, you—I forgot you told me about that.
0: And they have a marching band, uh, to commemorate to commemorate the fact that they've brought heart disease and obesity to wow. my nice to my nice little neighborhood. You know what wow. I mean? Yeah.
1: That reminds me of a time I was somewhere. I think it was hmm, I think it was some town in Georgia some really okay. small town and we got in and there was a huge ceremony for the opening of a Dunkin Donuts and it was apparently <laughs> the first time the town had a Dunkin Donuts in over 20 years and there was like a party outside and a dude dressed wow. in a donut costume <laughs> and <laughs> yeah yeah, people people love uh, I guess chains. <laughs> I don't purpose. know, man. It's just it,
0: for me. I understand. I understand why they would have it here because so I live. I live in a town called Celebration. Um, the town was started by by Walt Disney World in 1996, but then the town sort of purchased its own independence in like know, fucking like late 90s, early 2000s. But ever since then, there's always been association with this town, Celebration, and like Disney and all that stuff. And so we get a lot of tourists here who don't understand that people actually live here. So they'll drive around they'll be like, like, oh, I wonder where all the Mickey's are. They're in in Walt Disney World. I'm here trying to work and not die a young death. Like this is where people actually, this is real life, you know? And so I think to sort of support a lot of that tourist crowd that comes in, they just, they they built a McDonald's. Right. Or they're doing it to kill all the um, current residents here so they can charge double the price for their homes once everyone's gone. Not sure.
1: You it'll be I mean? pretty. It'll be pretty quick. They can make quick, oh, yeah. quick work of you guys with the uh, Big Macs. Fucking McDonald's, man. If I could just.
0: <laughs> you know what? You know if I could, if I could get a McDonald's like Big Mac with, so it's like if I could get like bun patty, bun patty, but then a layer of chicken McNuggets, and then the and then the the, the little closing bun. I think that would. I think that would do it. That would be. They could call There's it the nice celebration number, yeah. killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's been real, man. It's um, I'll never forget you. <laughs> on the other side, all right. I'll never forget you. <laughs> Oh man! Every time, every time you see an animal dying in the wild, that's Kaz thinking about you. That's Cas thinking about you from the other side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, but yeah, boy. so really happy to do that stuff, of medical video. Um, people so far have enjoyed it. Um, working on some other videos right now. I am working on a video for my polyop thirty-one thirty-three or Pull Jot for all you all out there who are like being used to call it that. Um, this is a fun piece. I'm try- I've been trying to figure out how to do content for this. I'm having. A, I'm saying this because I'm looking at it right now. This poll jot thirty one thirty three. And the only thing I could think that would be that would make the most sense is if I were to take you through the steps that I took to authenticate my individual piece. Um,
1: that would be great, actually. If yeah. You, if you frame it less <laughs> as a watch review and more as like a authenticity guide or something.
0: Yeah, or or specifically, like, how I authenticated this particular piece. Because the problem... Not the problem, but the thing with the 3133 is there's so many different iterations. And there's so many different little things and nuances. And, like, oh, if you see you know brass chronograph reels instead of instead of steel chronograph reels it's from this year but if you see brass wheels with you know this font it's actually from this year and it's just like dude, i don't care about watches this much i cannot care about a watch this much but apparently gotta, i did you know
1: yeah you got to get in there with a uh, microscope like the um like the guys authenticating uh magic cards on, uh, on YouTube, <laughs> you see those guys with like the black I, lotus. Like, I don't know,
0: <laughs> I don't know where to get like a powerful. Maybe I can go to like the like the local sperm bank. Don't they have like microscopes there to like look at sperm all day? What do the they couple, do? What do you?
1: Yeah, the couple times I've been there, they did have microscopes.
0: Right. Maybe I can just borrow one of their fucking shifts and just be like, hey, I, listen, I I I'm not I'm I don't care if it's covered if it's covered in, in, in man butter. I need to borrow this for my watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. maybe they can maybe they can hook hook an orological brother up if you will. Maybe. Um but yeah, so a uh, video for the Poljot 3133, also a video for this Orient Mako um 2 should be up by the time you guys are hearing this. Uh that watch is going to the winner of the 6k follower TBW's follower um uh giveaway. Um Oh, that's funny. I, I totally screwed up the order of this. I was supposed to now I was supposed to like officially say who the winner was, uh, because he's accepted and everything like that after the show, but whatever else they had now. So congratulations to J B E N J E E P Jibin Jeep? Jibin' Jeep. Yeah. Jim Congratulations to Jumanji. You have won the uh two book wall two book watch knobs six K follower giveaway. We've already been talking. Uh at this time, you hearing this, the watch is already probably on its way to you, so super appreciate that. But keep your eyes also on the feed because Dude, we're already close to seven thousand followers. Yeah, what do we do? We have to give the we're gonna we're gonna give the nice people home the shirts off our fucking backs.
1: I think right? we have some. I, I think we have some cool watches lying around. We do. We do. We, yeah.
0: we have. We have. We have some. We have a good handful of the next giveaways planned, and we are very excited for them. But yep. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm, all, I'm all hopped up on I'm I'm all I'm all hopped up on friendship and caffeine. But oh yeah, Slava medical. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> go <laughs> go and check out the video for this piece. We'll put it up in the show notes as well. And um, yeah, really appreciate everyone just being there with me when I was actually able to get my grail watch. Never thought it would happen. So um, wearing it today, that's what I thought it'd be fun to wear for the show. Also, I got a lot of really awesome positive comments on the strap that I have it on. This is a custom uh, suede strap that I got from EA Leather Goods. It's red and has black, like two stitching on either end, and it, it goes perfectly with this fucking Slava medical. It's like the like this is this is the strap. When when I when I die and all my all my watches turn to rust, this is the strap. This watch is gonna rust on. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I've decided. But um, but yeah, uh, curious to hear curious to hear what you're wearing because you were because last time we talked about this, you were still in the midst in the midst of the of the of the of the the, the Mythical watch fast, you know. Yeah. You you started it, um, you've done it. A lot of people in the show have done it. I've done it once. I failed it once, also. Um, uh, and it's just one of those things where it's kind of become something that's pretty recognizable for 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 two broke watch knobs. You know what I'm saying? So curious to hear, curious to hear your saga.
1: Well, I regret to inform everyone that uh, I I can now be posted on the wall of shame. No, and, no. Uh, <laughs> of individuals who have failed at the watch fast i was was not able to i wasn't able to make it so on the on the wall 31 days
0: so on the wall in the mexican restaurant of people who couldn't finish the 14 pound burrito
1: (laughs) i couldn't finish my burrito last night either oh god i'm so sorry that'll be breakfast today
0: well, so what? So to, to tell everyone, so this is this is this is actually gonna be a lot of fun. Tell everyone what you were watch fasting with, because it seemed like it seemed like a no brainer. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah.
1: It's 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 funny. I I chose I chose the Omega Speedmaster to wear for thirty one days, um, to see how it felt, how I enjoyed it. Um, I posted a photo on. It was it was crazy. This was like October first. It was a Monday, and it was gonna be thirty one days and absolutely perfect. And I think I got a lot of comments saying like, "Whoa, wow! This one's gonna be easy. Like, is this right? really a watch fast? Um, <laughs> you know, because you know this. This sounds like a, a goofy thing to do, but you you do figure out a lot of um, your preferences when you when you wear a watch for a really long time, um, especially if you're kind of crazy." Uh, collectors like we are right um, and I just found it uh, <clears throat> ob- obviously I love the watch uh, it's it's not something it's not something difficult to enjoy or difficult to wear but uh, and, and of course the watch is very special to me it has a great story behind it totally um, but you know I just uh, I <sighs> I felt burdened by it in a way, and I think I think I used yeah. that same word last time we talked about this. I, I I felt slightly burdened by it, and it's um, you know I I I might just be I might be one of those people that enjoys wearing nicer watches less often. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if that's the thing. I, of course, I'm still trying to figure out my preferences, and that that's why I do this. But the whole time I was just thinking about. You know, I'd come home from work and be like, man, it'd be cool to like, I don't know, strap on a quartz Seiko or something You know, Right. Um, and that's actually that's actually what I what I broke it with. I just I, I put on my um my SKX 175. And it was just like, yeah, this is awesome. You know what I was I was also thinking I was also thinking, you know, last time when I did it with the SKX, I don't think I had um, and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but I didn't I don't think I had. As many other, I don't think I had any other really cool watches to choose from at that time. I had okay. the, and it's funny I had the Speedmaster in the box, but I didn't desire to wear it um, when I it's was doing easy, the, It's easy the to fashion. love
0: one woman when everyone else is ugly.
1: <laughs> I guess so. Is I that? I mean, so.
0: if, if to use a
1: crude metaphor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I I still I still love the watch, but um, I just had I. I I had a lot of really cool, affordable stuff lying around that I just I just really enjoy. I guess um, I like that. Um, who's calling me? I get these weird seven eight six calls sometimes.
0: It's not me. I'm not calling you.
1: <laughs> anyway, I, I I kind of as inter- much as I drool inter- as much as I drool over really expensive watches, and mm-hmm. we'll be doing that this episode. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I love. I love putting on Seiko at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> it's funny, but for some reason, for me, the Speedmaster doesn't. I know. I, I I I say this knowing that plenty of people have made the Speedmaster any any reference. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know any of the reference, but most of you know, they've made it their everyday watch. It's just yeah. like yep, this is what I wear every day. But for some reason, to me in my brain, it's never been the everyday watch. It's been the um. You know when you're when you're figuring out what to do with your significant other for dinner, it's just like, oh, yeah. do we go do we go to Seven Eleven hot dogs? Do we go to Popeyes? Oh, let's splurge and go to Panera Bread. Like, like, yeah. like it's like, um, yeah, and those are ridiculous examples, by the way. I just want to clarify that. So it's the idea of like that's what you use to sort of break up the monotony of wearing watches you wear every day. You like, oh, I'll throw on the Speedmaster for two days, and then I'll 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 go back to you know my one seven five or. Or yeah. something like that like that's how i've always seen it is that not how you saw it before the watch pass or did you kind of also have that opinion
1: you know i think i think i i think that's exactly how i saw it and and i mm. think that's that's why i chose it for for the the 31 days and i was right i was thinking to myself you know i really don't wear this thing more often than a few days at a time um So, you know, what's what's the deal? It's it's a fantastic watch that everyone is supposed to love. Right. It's it's supposed to it's supposed to be one of those one watch potential candidates. Um, But uh, yeah, to me, I just I I think I guess I really like picking it, you know, for those for those moments in the week, you know, going out to going out to dinner, Um, even though it's technically not one of those um, going to a nice dinner watches. Um, you know, it's a speedmaster. So, um, yeah, I I, uh, I have I'm a question did anymore.
0: did your did your wife just yell an expl an, an, expl- an expletive in the background? She
1: gasped. Okay, uh, okay, I don't I don't know what she saw, but I'm uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out later. I thought <laughs> I just
0: heard her go. I thought I thought, to go, I, 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 I thought to
1: go. Fuck. And it's like mm, colorful. <laughs> She's also surprised that the speedmaster just didn't do it for <laughs> thirty one days. She's so disappointed yeah. that you couldn't.
0: But you no, know, well, the, the way I see it, it's like like frog around truffles once a week, frog around truffles two weeks every day. At yeah. a certain point, it's just like it's almost not special when you do it that much. When you wear something nice that much, you know what I'm saying? But that's obviously that's m- that's my personal opinion, and it sounds like that's something yeah. that you sort of discovered as well. I mean, I've seen people wear that. Wa- I've seen I've seen that. I know that's people's only watch. You yeah, know what I, mean? I,
1: I think that's I think that's totally cool. It's just yeah. I mean, I th- I think I'm I'm killing the one watch guy more and more <laughs> as I as I progress in this in this journey. Um, but uh, because when we yeah.
0: started doing the show, there was this sort of um yearning a bit with my collection, definitely with your collection. You wanted to try and figure out a way to be like the one watch guy, like the minimal watch yeah. collector. You were going to purge everything. You were going to subscribe to the minimalism subreddit. You were only going to own one watch and one napkin. And like, that was like, I like yeah. this, this is all I need to own. But um, over time, I think you've learned also what I've learned in that as a collector, the collecting, the, uh, the collection you build just becomes a sort of, they become sort of like little totems that you used to express yourself. Like I don't have very many means of proper expression, then collecting watches, talking to you on the podcast, and so when you sort of limit your avenues for expression to one or three watches,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's going to be very tough. Or those are three incredibly special watches. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that. Not to say that they're like expensive or rare, but there's something special about those watches. You know, to you. Um, if I were to reduce my collection to just bare minimums, to three watches, just right now, if you were to just point a gun in my head and say, do it easily those two two of those spots will be filled with the Slava medical and the big and the big zero yeah. because those are just very special watches to me and I think they're very sort of um, um, expressive of just how I collect watches and so I think the idea of yeah that the, the speedmaster is just every now and then you know what I mean when you want to kind of do that break up th- the sort of
1: I think so yeah and like I said I had a lot of I had a lot of other watches tempting me uh, I guess I just had more choice this time. Um, you know, the watch I'm wearing today is I really just took it way back to basics. Um, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Orient Mako, uh, Sweet. on a slightly undersized, uh, gray blue shark NATO. And it's just, um, it's just how I found it. You know, <laughs> I was probably <laughs> swapping straps around and, uh, you know, just shook it up for a bit. Um, fix the day, set it. And it's, uh get to i can't remember the last time i wore this thing it's is it's, the a, bezel, it's a ton of fun
0: is the bezel still seized up on it
1: oh yeah bezel's totally gross. this thing is toast um you know you know what i have been thinking mm. i have been thinking uh and maybe maybe the audience can help me since it's apparently the year of the beads of rice I'm I'm wondering if there's either a cool beads of rice to get for this, uh, Orient Mako or some kind of oh, Jubilee. Interesting. So, because I I no longer have the Orient bracelet for this, um, you know, which is not a big loss because it kind of sucks. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm actually th- I'm actually thinking about hot rodding this thing a little bit. So I've seen I've seen some people put like cool Jubilees. I've even seen people put. Um, like a really nice uh, ceramic-looking twelve-hour bezel on these things. Ooh, which that could be, be fun. Pretty, pretty rad. Especially since I, I got to do something about this bezel being frozen. Um, but that's what I'm wearing today. Um, another watch that's been tempting me is the um, is the EMG watches Nemo Diver, which How you cool mailed to is me. That? Yeah, it's in this kind of. Uh, I think they call it powder blue but to me it's Daphne blue which is uh
0: Daphne might be trademarked. Daphne blue might be trademarked. Daphne <laughs>
1: yeah, Daphne blue is kind of like the the Fender <laughs> Fender California blue color which you'd see on on older cars in in the 60s and stuff. Um anytime anytime by the way, anytime I see a a watch in like California surf colors or 60s, you know, car colors I'm gonna fall in love. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for yeah. somebody to do, um, like a shell pink. And actually, some someone has, but I think they prefer that we keep that under wraps. I'm that, waiting for. Oh, that that's right. That's cool. funny. That would <laughs> very cool.
0: I'm. I'm waiting for. Have there been any proper seafoam green? Like you like 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 you know the classic seafoam
1: green strap. I think I think like the Trosca that I reviewed. That's was kind of Like that, I saw yeah. that and I was like, "Man, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a closer look at that." You know, and I, I love, I love that watch. Um, I still love that watch. Uh, it was cool to to run into him in Hong Kong, and uh, you know, with with this EMG, I've there's going to be a review coming up uh, by the time this this episode is out. Um,
0: that watch is fantastic. We saw it yeah. in Hong Kong. Um, I saw it in Hong Kong while I had it here uh for review also and then after you saw it in Hong Kong it just like send me this watch I want to review it I'm like yeah dude you
1: my know? favorite my favorite thing about about um checking out this Nemo diver is that we were in Hong Kong we met up with Ed from yep. from EMG very nice guy yep. and he just handed me the watch and said like this is a watch that I made Basically. Like, that's that's it. there's no there's no story behind it. His grandpa didn't, I don't know, <laughs> drown in the Civil War uh and with like a some pocket watch in his crotch or what I I don't know, like the, the stories that people are pulling out of their asses these days to, to build just, a micro it's just, just
0: to clarify and in, in the in the business we call those crotchet watches.
1: Crotchet watches, yeah.
0: Yeah, just to clarify. Just to clarify. <laughs> For any of you term snobs out there, I'm looking at you, Jaeger la mm-hmm. right?
1: You know, and and I was like, okay, maybe he just maybe he was just busy or didn't really give me the whole spiel. So I, I went on their site. You know, <laughs> there's really no there's no story behind it or anything. It's just Which, the products.
0: Uh, it's, it's they're telling the story with the products by showing you what they're making.
1: Here's the watch. It's it's what it is. You can get it in this many colors, and it's just it's it's a charming, charming little dive watch. Great size, forty millimeters. The beads of rice bracelet is really kind of on par with what um i'd say with what's on my doxa so it's, it, it it's, feels it feels just as solid as the new production doxa yeah. beads of rice i 100%.
0: handled a beads of rice from another micro brand that was uh i think twice the price of that emg nemo and the emg nemo bead device just blows the other one that was yeah. twice the price that i was handling just out of the water just it just it wasn't even like competition and the thing is i was like jaded by my experience with that other micro brand and then I got this piece in and I was playing with it. I'm like, oh, girl, I, I get it. Yeah, I get I get it now, you know. So
1: so with watches with watches like the EMG Nemo or, um, you know, the, the Mako hanging around and uh, like a bunch of cool Seikos and stuff. Yeah, it's it tough to do a watch fast <laughs> this time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm glad I, I did. I did learn stuff from it. Um, once again, I'm on the wall of shame. But we all, hey man, I'm we there all with grow you. from our failures, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, man. So no, it, it's all good with the watch fest. The the point of the watch. Here, 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 here's the thing that's interesting. The point of the watch fest is not necessarily to complete the watch fest. It's to learn something.
1: Yeah. You learn something. Yeah, yeah. You know, definitely. I, I, I dig, I dig the Speedmaster, but I dig it for, uh, you know, special times. I'm actually gonna try to go see. uh I think I'm gonna go see First Man this weekend, which would be a fun time to wear a Speedmaster.
0: <laughs> it's funny we were talking about this. I can't remember if we were talking about that movie on air or off air, but I still have not seen any advertisements for it. Yeah,
1: ever- yeah. I think the, I think they had to pull back a little bit because there was some some kind of controversy with planting flags on moons or whatever. Um, but it's apparently pretty. It's apparently a pretty good movie. they nice. they sourced um, some some cool Speedmasters. Uh, and Speedmaster replicas from Omega. Uh, so of course. yeah, it's 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 supposed to be like a like a Speedmaster fest, which is which is uh, tough for me to imagine because uh, after rewatching Apollo thirteen, that's that's <laughs> that that movie with Tom Hanks is really a, a kind of a very strong underlying Speedmaster ad. That's funny. Uh, Who player... Oh, um. Ryan Ryan Gosling is Neil Armstrong. I would die for that man.
0: He's so dreamy. I feel like he's been twenty three so for he's he's been twenty three for twenty three years, yeah. right? He's, just, he's he's the one yeah. of these ageless motherfuckers. I wish I, I was ageless.
1: I try to wake up in the morning, shave, look nice, wear right. something wear something pressed and clean. There's just no point. Yeah, <laughs> there's just no point. Anyway, it's,
0: it's well, the, the the thing is someone, someone, <laughs> someone like Ron Gosling ages, ages like, 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 like a jewel. The old, it it's just perpetually beautiful. <laughs> I age the same way you, as a half eaten apple, three minutes after you saw me, like last time, I'm already turning browner than I was before. You know what I mean? It's a very, which, which, yeah. which is a funny joke, actually, which is, it, it's just, it's so I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on the movie and if you dig it I can try and um
1: Is it in theaters
0: or are they yeah, only yeah, showing it in like the back of cars or
1: it's it's in theaters. It's okay. In theaters. So maybe some sometime this weekend I can I can check it out with, with my uh, with my speedmaster.
0: Dude, do a do do a wrist shot from the movie theater. <laughs> right? Be pretty, pretty bad. That wrist be shot.
1: So cool. Ah,
0: yeah, it's all it's the it's it's the idea that, that counts, you know?
1: Um other, other news um some there was a pretty cool Seiko astron that came out recently did you uh did you take a look at that I know uh, some did some people some people reported on it um, I didn't
0: get the chance to take an in-depth look I feel like Seiko's really ramping up with like almost every two weeks it feels like there's something new right
1: the big takeaway with this is that it's a Seiko astron mm. I think there are uh, let me pull it up there are six available references big takeaway it's Forty three millimeters or like forty two point something. Wow. Uh, that's so a great size for an astronaut. So Usually way, way more wearable than all of the other astrons before. And that's yeah. I think I think people, um at, at least me personally, I never thought about buying an Astron because I knew they were like forty six, on forty seven. Yeah. So this is cool, um, titanium, you have a, a, a bunch of different options, uh, the full, basically the, the full name is the Seiko Astron GPS Solar Dual Time 5x53. It could be a new version of the um, GPS Solar Astron movement, I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, because once again, I saw, I saw 43 millimeters and I was like, what? I don't care about anything else. <laughs> The movement must be,
0: <laughs> the movement must be different because one of the things that I've always understood with a lot of these, um, like sort of GPS uh, watches, uh, so similar to like the satellite, um. Satellite um, wave, satellite wave. With thank yeah. you, with with Citizen is that the watch's size was determined by the technology in the movement, and the movements are just bigger. That was the same with the, yes. with the Astron. The movements are bigger, so if the watch is smaller, the you're movement right. must be smaller. If the movement right. smaller, it must be a different movement. I know? think
1: that's. I think. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think this is a different. Uh, this is a, this is a new Astron movement that they made smaller to fit into this, and I think must it would be, be cool if be cool if they just keep making it smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's funny that you bring up the satellite wave because I've, I've, I've always thought like that's that's such a cool watch. I should have that at some point. But it's mm-hmm. it is it's kind of like a it's like wearing a hot plate, man. It's, I, it's big. <laughs> it's, it's fucking big fucking watch. So and and this one you you have one with just like a regular black bezel. There's one with a blue and black sort of Batman looking bezel. There's a black and white Oreo looking bezel. Right. Um, so you have a ton of color options. I believe they're all titaniums. So they're all all super, super light. Um, so yeah, I think uh, we'll we'll share a link and uh, yeah, those are going to be uh, pretty popular. The pricing, uh, or at least from Seiko, Seiko always gives prices in euros for some reason when they send out press releases. But the oh, uh, the cheapest one is two thousand two hundred euros. But I think. Uh, when they make their way out to stuff like Amazon and, and whatever it should be, should be cheaper and then even cheaper when they sell used. So yeah, that's, are
0: they they trying to, are they trying to leverage that mad orology by saying prices in euros?
1: I never got it. I, 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 I really, I don't understand that. That could be a thing. That could be a thing.
0: It's so sad. Just be, a, just be a Japanese brand, guys. It's totally <laughs> cool. Everybody, give it, ever- give it to
1: me in yen, so I can be <laughs> even more compute, confused.
0: <laughs> uh, that's crazy, though, man.
1: But uh, I think that's that's kind of all I wanted to catch up on. Should we, should we get right into our guilty pleasure watches?
0: It's time to turn the lights down low, guys. Flip on your lava lamps. Pour a nice, nice glass of rosé. If you will, Darn. I'm drinking. I'm drinking coffee right now. Ro, you know, rose day with ice cubes in it because we're classy. You know, talking about the
1: Hollywood Hollywood ladies, ladies that we would uh, <laughs> we would get down with. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, well, can we just talk about Ryan Gosling if that's the case again?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Ryan I mean, at Gosling. this point,
0: all right. Let's yeah. just. Yeah, we are now the two broke Ryan Gosling snobs. Uh, <laughs> what do you like about Ryan the most? I like his shoulders. But yeah, no guilty. Pl- sorry, guilty pleasure watches <laughs> part three. This is going to be a lot of fun. So, the again, the idea behind the guilty pleasure watch is a watch that you recognize you should not be attracted to, but you can't help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ma- animal magnetism towards things which you would otherwise be critical of. You just can't help but love the watches. And so that's not necessarily to say that it's because piece pieces. Expensive, so on and so forth. We've talked about all kinds of pieces as pieces guilty pleasure watches. Um, I think just to recap some... Some previous contenders, where um, on my end it was the, the the Bell and Ross square watches, like those very aviation-driven. For yeah. me, it's a guilty pleasure watch because yeah. I, I'm. Not it's like not necessarily
1: av- super expensive. It's just no, I feel no. I feel they fall under a ton of criticism.
0: You can find them for like I think used, which is the only way to buy a watch, in my opinion. Used is like around like two thousand, which is not. I mean, not uh, compared not to some ch- of the other. Yeah. It's not cheap, but compared to the other watches I'm going to talk about today specifically, yeah. that is cheap. Um, also, also, do you listen our Freak? guilty pleasure watch of mine? Very much in love with that piece. What you were can't some get of your... that one cheap
1: ever. <laughs>
0: no, I think it's like I mean, easily it's like thirty or yeah. forty thousand dollars, man. And, I mean, I'd, maybe and that's I'd rather. A bargain
1: to some people. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather pay for my my unborn child's education or not got some student loans uh, with that forty k. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what were some of your previous choices? Just to recap, the folks.
1: I picked, I think very early on, the first one, I think I just said the uh, IWC Big Pilot, which is just, <laughs> I tried it on in South Korea again, and I was like, man. It's a big watch. I, I know it's too big, but I just, I still want it.
0: <laughs> you gotta hang watch dong. You gotta hang mad orological Dong. You gotta let him know, dude. How big is that watch? 51? 56? 40,
1: it's 46. It's 46. But it's oh my just, god, that's stupid. It is too big, and and actually the Mark 18 is perfect. It's 40, 40 millimeters, so if, if you're looking for an IWC pilot and you have a little more money to spend, that's that's not a bad one. Um, you know, I know I picked that one. Another insane one that I chose, I think the episode before this, was the uh, AP Royal Oak Concept GMT. Oh, my God, that thing was nuts. Yay! It yeah. was <laughs> like an all-white... Um, I think I also said the Bubba Watson. I really yep. like all all white, super expensive watches, which is actually the opposite <laughs> of my first choice for today.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm super excited to get into this. So I chose three watches, Guilty Pleasure watches. Michael chose uh, three watches. Do you want to go first or should I go first?
1: Um, I was talking for a while before, so you can go.
0: Are you sure it feels like I'm always talking a lot? Yeah, it just okay. feels I'm I, I also assume I'm ruining everyone's day when I'm talking. So that's just why I always feel like I'm talking too much. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think we're but, pretty, um, pretty balanced so far. So okay,
0: good. Go. <laughs> uh okay, I know what I'm gonna talk about first. So this is a brand I learned about recently. So it's not um <clears throat> it's not like a specific piece, you know what I'm saying? Okay it's it's like a it's like a like a line of pieces. So I've been recently really enamored with these Memorigen pieces that they licensed. From different oh, franchises.
1: Yes. They're so
0: cool. And they make me yeah. like so happy. And they're completely ridiculous. And they don't need to exist. And they're fucking expensive, but they're so fucking cool. So to highlight, Memorigen is um a watch brand. Crafts they get craft movements, cases, design, ship, everything is out of Hong Kong. When we learned about them recently when we went um to visit the Hong Kong Watch and Clock Fair, and they were incredibly just nice to us at their booth. They let us take pictures they walked us around that gave us a tour and in the process of giving us this tour there was one case where they just had watches that they make in like licensing licensing partnerships with other you know media franchises or or kind of things like that that you would recognize and so highlights from some of those were the bruce lee watch series Mm -hmm. that's fucking awesome
1: (laughs) i think (laughs) that was the most expensive one right The, the the bruce lee one it's like twenty thousand dollars, I think. Gee whiz! But it's it's like the one with his yellow his yellow suit color trade
0: right? trademark yellow and black tracksuit man. You know what I mean? Um, but so the thing is that you know that's kind of cool. It's like yeah, watches. I can see someone liking watches and manly stuff from Bruce Lee. But there are also so many other random licensing things that they've done that Memorigin has done. So to just give you highlights, there's been a Memorigen Garfield watch.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that.
0: You fucking heard me Gar- like Garfield like the like the you know you know lasagna cartoon you know cartoon a comic strip guy. Um there's been a Memorigen Smurf watch. Oh Memorigen uh we saw these two there, Memorigin um Avengers pieces, so there's a Memorigen Iron Man watch and there's a Memorigen Captain America watch. And it's really I prefer the Iron Man watch because the you know the whole arc And like in the new iteration of the of the Iron Man, so the whole arc reactor in his chest, that is the Turbion. Mm.
1: That's of, pretty the, cool.
0: of the one it is really cool the other one the captain america one i think they tried making like the tourbillon his shield but it just doesn't like click you know what i mean mm. yeah other really interesting highlights from this like just this guilty pleasure just just like series of watches um transformers gundam monster hunter it looks like here it's just it's so ridiculous yeah and it's just it's like i think there's also a mission impossible watch For some reason, (laughs) I I don't. Is Tom
1: Tom Cruise's face the spinning turbine?
0: No, it's just a bunch (laughs) of M's and I's on the (laughs) dial, like like in like a kooky like Twilight Zone intro sort of like layout. I'm like, what is this? But it's just, it's so interesting, and this is a guilty pleasure watch for me because it's so interesting to see something that's so accessible culturally accessible like garfield and the smurfs cartoons and, and gundam and transformers and avengers and things like that so culturally acceptable to put into something so egregiously expensive and overdesigned. right yeah you know what i mean yeah, you really I, have to be a fan and have that money <laughs> but i can't help but lo- i can't help but still love the watches i will not ever pay so um most of these licensing pieces they're going to range anywhere from i think 10k to 20k um, which is supposed to be a good price for a turbion? I don't really know. I don't eat turbionos. The sur- the cereal made of turbion. So I don't really know what a good price <laughs> what a good price would be for a turbion. Uh, I, I guess that's good. I don't really know. So but I can't help but just be happy when I see like this Bruce Lee watch or like this fucking Garfield watch. The Smurf watch is hilarious. They uh, they do have <clears throat> a p- a series of of origin pieces which are more like quote unquote tame. They're still very much recognizable as American watches, but they're like more classic sort of designs, quote unquote. And those are like six or seven k USD, and I think they're all tourbillons because they make their own like, like Turbion movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. these these pieces are so much fun. I, I I'm particularly kitten smitten with this fucking Garfield watch. There's also a SpongeBob watch. Why not? SpongeBob, <laughs> you fucking heard me, folks. SpongeBob SquarePants is on a $12,000 tourbillon. Hong Kong tourbillon. You know what I mean? And so every time I just think about this brand, I think I brought some of these licensing things. And go and take a look. It's really a lot of fun. I think we did a video from Imorigen. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, you, kind we of had you, some... you walk us through some some cool stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously we Obviously, it was just difficult getting good audio in there just with how loud it was. But it gives you a really, really good first-hand experience of what their booth looked like, how much effort they're putting into to just not only make cool watches, but to proudly let everyone know they're a Hong Kong watch brand. It's not, you know what I mean? They're not making for watches sure. in Hong Kong and trying to make you think they're making them in, like, some sort of, like, Swiss Alp village where there's only four houses. And one house makes hands. The other house makes the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, no, oh, we're in <laughs> Hong Kong. We make watches out of Hong Kong, and we're fucking proud of it. And it's uh really, really, really cool. So, we'll, um, we'll throw links up to, I think, the video. I'll get you some links also for some of these specific fun pieces um yeah i love these things so much they're so cool you got, awesome. to, you, you got to try one on didn't you
1: yeah i got to try on a crazy like hand-painted enamel lacquer oh, dial man. with I, like
0: had, had like a dragon fighting a tiger on it or something yeah. like that right <laughs> it,
1: was, it was wild <laughs> dude that thing was cool so cool
0: but yeah what about you what's your uh what's your first
1: pick I'm I'm just hitting the ground running, dude. The my yes. first pick is a Hublot Big Bang. Oh uh, no! <laughs> but a very one that I actually find you know as as critical as we can be um, when talking about you know Hublot <clears and throat> making fun of the dudes that buy them. I actually think this one is pretty cool and pretty important. Okay. Uh, and and the watch uh, came out this year. It is the Hublot uh, Big Bang Red Magic. Um I think this one, yeah, the Unico Red Magic. Okay. So, Google it now. This retails for $26,200. Ah, okay. <laughs>
0: Go but, on. <laughs>
1: but the cool thing is so basically to give you a quick picture, it's an it's a it's a traditional 45 millimeter Big Bang chronograph and it's all red ceramic. The whole thing is just red ceramic with a red and black integrated rubber strap. I'm looks, looking at it right now. Yeah. It looks super sporty. Crazy. It looks like Darth
0: Maul's pacemaker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely it's just Darth Maul colors. Yeah. That's a good, <laughs> good way to put it. The pushers, the pushers and some of the other components around the crown, those are in black. So it's just you know, if you dig the whole red and black color scheme, this is
0: it's oddly tasteful, and it's 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 kind of it's it's in a weird way, it's aesthetically pleasing, and yeah. a much much nicer way than some of the other um, Hublot pieces I've seen. This is interesting, yeah. actually. It's all ceramic.
1: It's all ceramic, and, and that's Jeez. actually that's actually what's pretty wild about this watch. Um, I actually really admire Hublot for their in-house um, material manufacturing capabilities. They're really into creating their own alloys creating their own uh formulations for yeah. ceramic um and this one specifically red is apparently a super tough color to get in full ceramic like this or ceramic at all the ceramic that's you know in line with what should be on a luxury watch because the pigmentation is tough to achieve you end up right. with kind of like caca brown a lot of times if you don't <laughs> get it right and i actually think that this this tone of red ceramic to me is superior than what's on the Pepsi GMT masters because those those, if you see them in person, like the all-steel Pepsi GMT that's out these days, it kind of looks like a weird burgundy. It's not even red at almost purplish.
0: This is a, it's a very true but still finessed red. It's yeah. interesting. I'm really into it
1: this is the the red ceramic tone that should have been in the new um the new gmt masters and i actually think Hublot has rolex beat in in this regard
0: it's funny so i mean uh, um we do make fun of Hublot a lot but like in, a, in like a nice way and in the same way you make fun of someone who does something really really well you know what i mean yes um it's because it, you were just and you make a good point they make a very very concerted effort to kind of formulate their own alloys do all these interesting sort of material driven experiments all in-house it really reminds me of rado back in the day didn't we did rado do a whole bunch of shit yeah they
1: they were they were into really working with ceramic yeah Um, you know ceramic that didn't scratch or anything and um yeah Hublot made their own i think they call it magic gold which is a gold that just doesn't scratch um can we, I mean, the watches are cool we got we gotta think of better names for these yeah. <laughs> yeah and i guess i guess that's why they carried on the magic uh branding into this uh this and, and you know what they're they're doing they're doing a bunch of color I, th- I think they're gonna do keep doing a bunch of crazy colors with this red one they'll probably i think they have an all blue ceramic one too
0: if they do if they do end up using like if they do end up using a brown one like if one comes out in brown ceramic they have to call it the Hublot, um big toilet bang. <laughs> I, the, just want, I just want to put that out bang. there right now. The big toilet, the Ublow big toilet bang, brown brown ceramic. Y'all heard it here first on two book watch knobs. If Ublow doesn't, if, you, if they try put that watch out they're like, oh yeah, we thought of this name. Bull, bull bull malarkey, my good sir. All right, two you book have, watch knobs.
1: That's my first pick. I I I'd, I'd wear the shit out of this thing. You know, I, I can totally to. see you
0: rocking this. That's that's what's funny. I could totally see you rocking this. <laughs> Yeah, That's you could so you cool. could you
1: could wear it with uh, t-shirt jeans. Probably look ridiculous. No, nah, I don't think
0: so. It's because the thing is, it's it's a quote unquote nice watch, but it's not like a dress watch. Yeah, yeah. So you could totally just jeans and shirt this with like a drippy burger. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and I don't know much about the movement. I'm I'm just really drawn to the um the masterfully executed red ceramic. That that is. At least from the photos I've seen, it's it looks really, really on point and way better than the red that Rolex is putting out these days.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's a killer choice. What's your number two? This is funny. I we talked about this watch because it's an older watch. I don't I don't even think it's technically even around anymore. But I've always been fascinated by the idea. And within the past couple of weeks, this is why I thought of this, this. This this is why I wanted to return to this episode um, the theme as well. You know, guilty pleasure watches. Um, I was thinking about it a couple of weeks ago, and it's just. It fascinates me. And just in terms of the most useless time put into a complication ever. Okay. okay. So you tell me you tell me if you remember this watch and you tell me if this is I still trying to decipher if this is a joke watch or if this actually exists. It is the Gerard Perot vintage 1945 jackpot Turbion.
1: Jackpot Turbion. It that has a the, slot uh, machine in it. Ah, uh, I think I remember. I'm this I'm not
0: even exaggerating. It's a slot machine watch.
1: <laughs> I think I remember this one. <laughs> it has
0: a little. It has a little lever over the crown. It looks like a crown guard. You pull the lever towards you, and there's um three. There's like a, a little three, uh, like three slot slot watch, and it goes through the wheels and. You and, it, and every time it finishes its rotation and it lands on three different symbols, it does a little. It does a little chime. It chimes. Makes a this, little sound.
1: This this is a perfect example of a watch that does not have to exist. It does not have to. It's a six
0: hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar watch. That's six hundred and twenty-five thousand Arizona Ice teas. Just to clarify, because I'm pretty sure those are only like a dollar piece, right? That's like isn't that, isn't isn't that how Arizona Ice teas work?
1: I would buy this if I owned a huge chain of casinos. This is like the perfect. This makes sense. If I was a casino tycoon,
0: yeah, I can. So where I live here in Florida, the Seminole Hard Rock casinos are huge. Maybe one of those. Maybe someone over the Seminole tribe owns one of these. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset at that. This, that, would make, that would make that so much sense, <laughs> but this watch does not need to exist. I think I'm I'm <laughs> reading crazy. it's ridiculous. We'll put a video. I found some video of like someone like pulling the thing as well. Um, let me it's see. It's funny. Here. I
1: remember this watch, but I don't remember it being Gerard Perigo. I feel like this is something Jacob and Co would do, or Jack DRO.
0: It right because I feel like usually the it, so is is it Gerard Perigo or Gerard Perro? That was Gerard Perro. It's Gerard Perot.
1: Gerard Gerard Perigo is. Okay. Yeah, Parago. So um,
0: usually just, Gerard parago wow. pieces are kind of under the radar, I feel like. This is like a, this is super yeah. in like Jack A. Drew's wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. But it's not. So um I have this bit here. Each wheel boasts five different symbols, creating 125 different outcomes. Um so, and so the chance your chances of getting three symbols in a row is one in 25. Um and each time the wheel stops, it makes a little ding, blah blah blah, jackpot Terbion. It's just ridiculous uh, So it took Gerard Perrigo Four years To make this watch And it includes over 500 parts Don't you think that man hour Could have been better used on Getting Africa clean water
1: Or, Desalina- or desalination Desalination
0: <laughs> pro, you know, pro programs Like I really feel like if we had given All those resources to Bill Gates He could have probably done a lot more good Than he already has done you know, we, we could have, We could have knocked out the cold You know, like the calming, I mean, probably not. That's that's an exaggeration, but it's just, it's just, it's a ridiculous thing. It doesn't need to exist, but I'm completely fascinated by the watch because, so if I'm wearing a watch with like a chronograph, you only, only a quartz chronograph, or like a bezel, I fidget. I've turned the bezel, i tur- I pushed the chronograph buttons. Can you imagine fidgeting with a goddamn slot machine watch, Michael?
1: In a meeting, <laughs> just like a ding. It, it
0: just dings. It just you roll and it just dings like, oh, this this uh, this quarter's numbers were down. Ding. I just wanted to make sure everyone <laughs> knew that ding, that it's important that next year, ding. Michael, can you stop doing that? Nope. <laughs> ding. <laughs> ding. I think it's like the ultimate, I don't give a shit what's happening around me. I want you all to be aware I'm playing with a slot machine on my watch. That doesn't pay out. You yeah, know what I mean? That's
1: pretty sweet. I can dig that. <laughs> it's super cool. So I
0: just utterly fascinated by this watch. I I has anyone ever seen this watch in person? If anyone's actually oh, seen this watch in person, please let me know what your thoughts were. If you got to pull the little, if you got to little, if you got to tickle the, tickle the little lever on this stomp bitch, you know what I mean? Is it satisfying? <laughs> Is it? Because I that's what I want to know. Is it? Is it particularly satisfying to pull and have that ratchet action build energy and then release it to have these wheels wheels spin? Like that's that's what I want to know. But this is a very I just this watch popped into my mind a couple weeks ago, and I'm just like, man, that is a guilty pleasure watch right there. It doesn't need to exist,
1: you know. Super cool.
0: Yeah, six hundred. So if you guys find six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in your couch, you buy this watch. <laughs> if they're even around anymore because the thing is this thing was made a few years ago this is old I'm All trying right?
1: to I'm trying to think of a situation where you would find that much in a couch and I can only think of being Pablo Escobar if you're <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes that's the only simple situation if you're Pablo Escobar or if you're you know hiding pilfered contraband <laughs> or drug money where you also happen to, you know, sit on your ass and watch futurama. Like that's just that's just what it is. But Yeah. But yeah, so the the Gerard Perigo Vintage 1945 Jackpot
1: Turbion. It's a fine choice, my friend. That's a fine <laughs> fine choice. <laughs> what what about you? What's your second pick? You know mine is mine is not as complicated <clears throat> but pretty pretty extravagant. I think about as fuck you as you can get. Um, <laughs> with with a watch as, as basic as i guess a chronograph. Um so i i don't really care about daytonas. i think i've made that pretty, We've talked pretty about vocal that. about that before. i i it's hard to care when you have a speedmaster. sorry, i'm going to brag a little <laughs> bit. Um i think i think you can get the same kind of stuff.
0: Do you guys hear that? It's the gauntlet hitting the ground.
1: <laughs> but and mm. i think i it i think this sort of approach to building the Daytona was out a little bit, but also this year they came out with a version in ever rose gold and i've I've actually been enjoying ever rose Rolex's uh pro- proprietary like mixture of what i guess is rose gold okay. um so this year they came out with an ever rose gold rainbow daytona do you know about the rainbow daytona uh this sounds familiar. i'm googling it no, oh mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought i'd get that reaction <clears throat> yes this is certainly a watch it's a this watch for things this is <laughs> my wife had the same reaction <laughs> so this is the reference specifically this one i, I actually think it looks a little bit better and so you can get it um i think it comes in yellow gold white gold and ever rose gold. Okay. Um, so this one is the reference one one six five nine five R B O W for rainbow. I I think that's pretty cute to throw that in the reference. But it's uh it's a it's an all ever rose gold Rolex Daytona with a spectrum of rainbow colored gemstones around the bezel. All of these gemstones are handpicked from a batch and individually placed uh, into the bezel. But I think, I think Rolex has between um, 10 and 20 in-house gem specialists who are literally just like they'll spend oh, days with, right. with tweezers, like handpicking these things, you know, from batches and they're only, um, they're only IF. So internally flawless, of course, uh, no inclusions, no, no um discoloration so what, or anything what does
0: like that mean inclusions like perfect quote unquote I, so I, I don't know anything about gemstones. I had to give myself a crash course when I got my wife's yeah, engagement so you, ring so
1: inclusions I think if you if you look if you look at the stone under a jeweler's loop uh there are like internal uh blemishes like inside I think that's what an inclusion is okay um and then I think there are different ways to grade color uh I think that's like the vs vVs I'm not really sure. Right, um, but yeah, there, there, there's like a trinity of measurements that they use to grade stones. But anyway, just to
0: clarify, you find this watch attractive?
1: I find okay, I find <laughs> the dedication to creating something this like lavish very uh-huh. attractive, especially coming from from Rolex, which is very much about just pumping out watches these days, as many watches as possible, even though you can't get them. Um, (laughs) That's another episode. (laughs) But another thing that draws me to this Daytona specifically is the fact that ironically these days, it's almost a better deal to um, put your money in a precious metal Rolex if you're in that sort of buying crowd. And right. this is, obviously, this is the top of the heap if we're talking about precious metal Dayton's. Actually, they don't even publicly advertise for this one on their website. This is completely on request. So um, I'm sure this is a watch that you probably have to This is like a fucking for. oligarch's watch, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's Look, it's kind of nuts. I don't think I'd rock it in, um, in Everose. I might rock it in white gold, uh, which is a little more toned down. Um, I'm
0: I'm drawn to it in the same way you're drawn to someone who has four thousand piercings in their face. It's just like yeah. I wouldn't ever do that to myself, <laughs> but I can't stop looking at you.
1: You know what I'm saying? I think it's, this is what it takes to get me to care about a Daytona. <laughs> 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 just 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 shoving it, just 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 Thanksgiving turkey stuffing it
0: full of gems.
1: Yeah, and I think actually all along the lugs, all the lugs are just packed actually with uh with diamonds. Diamonds. Yeah, I was I was going
0: to say they The lugs they've...
1: and the crown guard. So crown along guard, the edges yeah. of the actual crown guard are stuffed with diamonds. How ridiculous is that?
0: This is this watch does not need to exist. This is an excellent guilty pleasure watch.
1: <laughs> I I will admit I don't think that I'd wear it in everrose. But I might, you know, if if I was it's, If I I was out for a night in the town with Kevin Hart and the boys, you know...
0: Yeah, the crew, you know. The crew. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. So, you know, I I feel like something like this, if you were to choose it in... What is it? White gold or stainless steel? What's the other one?
1: I think you can get it yellow gold, white gold, and now you can get it um, in rose gold, which is like their... Yeah, yeah, rose gold.
0: So I I don't want to have my frog raw with like potato chips i want to have my frog raw with like truffle fries from extinct potatoes they harvested on mars if you're going to get something that's this incredibly just not like oh, fucking ostentatious you gotta go rose gold you gotta you, know, you gotta you, know you gotta, gotta just go got
1: one uh mark Wahlberg, he got one i think mark he's... mark got one yeah he got one.
0: Mocky, mock. So, so when he's not beating minorities, hes that's a horrible thing to say. Well, I mean, well, he has a criminal. I, I, I shouldn't apologize for that. You're, you're
1: completely accurate. That, that's like total <laughs> – uh, that's an well, accurate just, accusation. I just remember because
0: he – so when he was a youth – youth, there you go, guys. Um, he was, like, beating up minorities in, like, Massachusetts or something like that. And then – no, seriously. And then he became a big star. And then he tried requesting to have his, like – criminal record like expunged and the judge is like no what is wrong with you (laughs) that's not how it works like you i think he disfigured someone you know what i mean
1: yes and maybe you just gotta own it and this is marky
0: mark gonna come after us now is that what's gonna happen if you're we're we're minorities if if you are gonna seek out
1: minorities and and beat down on them i guess this is a good watch to wear (laughs) christ
0: You're listening to Two Watch News, folks. This might be our last episode.
1: <laughs> this might be our last episode.
0: Okay. Maki Maki Marks is gonna, it's gonna um, you know, beat us to death with his jewel encrusted oligarchs ever rose gold rainbow Rolex. This thing is ridiculous. But to, to to sorry to the point I was trying to make. If you're going to get a watch covered, not just like lazily, just I just put some diamonds on here. It's so meticulously coordinated. You got to go, we got to go roast gold. You got, I yeah, just, you have to own it full, full penetration. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And if Snoop Dogg doesn't have one of these, he should probably get one. Cause I can see him. He I doesn't see him.
0: seem, do you think he doesn't seem like one of those guys to me? Like, like, um, spending money on watches.
1: I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could be wrong. He probably definitely has some crazy cars. I think that's just like a, a rap star thing you got to do. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've I'd seen love him with, it with like you cars. Prius. That'd be great. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's. I mean, you got. You, you got to get groceries and something. I mean, you can't put your groceries in a Porsche. You can't. First of all, the trunk on a Porsche is in the front, and the trunk on a Porsche is only big enough to fit one file in it. And the only file that can fit is your last will and testament, because there's nothing else that you'd need to worry about. When you have fucking that much wealth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, this this thing is. Uh, man, this thing is so bonkers, dude. It it's so out over the top. It almost looks fake. Like yeah. why yeah, why like, would
1: Rolex do this? <laughs> yeah. But that's that's my number two. What's oh, uh man. what's your what's your last pick?
0: I'm dropping the mic on my on my third pick here. This is <sighs> this is I don't we might have talked about this watch once on air. You and I might have talked about it a couple of times off air, but it's something that I was thinking about because it's <sighs> Again, it's a complication that doesn't need to exist, but in my opinion, this is not an ostentatious watch. It's a beautiful watch. Uh, the watch in particular I'm talking about, and you tell me if you remember this watch the Vacheron Constantine 57260. It is a 57 complication pocket watch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> With 2,826 parts. 31 hands weighs about 950 grams and it's
1: 98
0: millimeters
1: <laughs> have you seen this thing oh I've I've seen it I think this is this is either in the graves family right now or uh, I think in a this museum is somewhere. the
0: most complicated pocket watch in the world I think I saw it last time I was looking at this thing like indefinitely. Yeah, it's
1: it's definitely the most uh, complicated pocket timepiece ever created I, I think I think Patek did the caliber 89 um, mm-hmm. but this thing this thing was like what'd you say like
0: 2,800
1: parts yes <sighs> 57 complications <laughs> 57 complications guys it's I got can't two rem- dials right like it's it's got a front and a back they pack everything in right I believe there's a
0: back dial yeah so you can you can turn on just, just to give you guys reference 57 complications I can remember my own home phone number All right. I don't even know how the fuck you're supposed to keep fifty-seven different complications straight on your on your ninety-eight millimeter pocket watch that you can also use to fend off crows from your McDonald's fries. I I I, the the watch is large, it's unwieldy It's it's you know it's funny. It's not legible, but there's something about the dials. It's so beautiful. It's like it's like staring into the eye of the universe. What would I do with it? I would, um first of all, I'd be single. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure my wife would leave me if I spent, how much is this watch? It's like $10 million or something? I, th- well, I thought this I is, this
1: is from this is from Wikipedia and I find this interesting. The price agreed between the company oh, here and I the client that. is yeah. confidential and has not been officially disclosed. Officially disclosed. However, Various sources estimate the price to be in excess of 10 million. It was built for a single client whose personal <laughs> details are kept confidential, and is only described as a major watch collector.
0: So the other reason I'm I'm infatuated with this watch is that it has a Hebrew calendar on it. Yes, <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about I was in, I was in um, I was in the watch place here in 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 Disney, the place that you and I have been to before, and. Uh, we were being spoken to by a very nice uh, sales associate named named Gosh with the gay. It's very, very important. I knew his name was Kash with the gay. Oh fuck, I hope he dead cash with a K, but um <laughs> He was talking to me and he was he was explaining how like you know how like how great watches are and so much you have to be expressive and get a proper luxury timepiece. And I don't know why he brought this up. Actually, no, I remember now why I brought this because this motherfucker is a racist shit motherfucker, dude. So uh, just, to, just to clarify, I think he was like a brown Caribbean guy named, gosh, with a K. Just to, just, 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 <laughs> just to clarify, um, I was there with my wife and he goes and he goes and he goes, oh, you know, the Vacheron Constantine, you know, five, seven, two, six, zero. Oh, just, you know, I think it's probably really, you know, really important for you guys as a Hebrew calendar on it.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, what, dude? Obviously, I don't look Jewish. My wife is Jewish, but she doesn't really, like, like she's not, like, what you would, she, the problem is her dad is, like, like Anglo-Saxon, like, white, you know what I mean? And she doesn't even right. wear her Star of David anymore. She did back in college, but, like, I don't even know where this guy got that from. <laughs> I, obviously, he was right, which just makes it even more infuriating. But here's what's funny. So, um, Becky heard this watch has, my wife heard this watch has a Hebrew calendar, and she's like, oh, we should totally get that. I'm like, babe. I mean, if I can't afford to buy you a nice steak dinner, I'm pretty sure I can't afford to buy there you this Vacheron there are other Constantine. Ways.
1: There are other ways.
0: <laughs> I can get you a phone app, a, a Hebrew calendar phone app, if, you, if you'd <laughs> like. I'm not buying you this fucking Vacheron Constantine watch, though. So actually, maybe, maybe I wouldn't be single if I bought this watch. Um, but I'm going to see here. I'm going to list some of the complications. Time measurement, lunar calendar, religious calendar, specifically for the date of Yom Kippur. Just to clarify, the Hebrew calendar is a lunar calendar, so holidays tend to shift. Um, alarm seven alarm and functions.
1: This, that's that's accounted for mechanically, a hundred percent. Somehow.
0: Somehow, okay. I don't know. Age. This thing is totally mechanical. Hebrew Hebrew perpetual perpetual calendar. Hebrew day number month date. Hebrew secular calendar, Hebrew century, decade, and year, age of the Hebrew year, 12 or 13 months, golden number, which is a whole different fucking topic that we can talk about for Hebrew calendars, Um, astronomical calendar, Westminster Carleon striking? What is that, Michael?
1: I have no clue.
0: Five gongs, five hammers, grande sonnerie passing strike, petite sonnerie passing strike. It's a minute repeater. Night silence feature? Oh my fucking Christ! This thing is ridiculous, dude. Ten million dollars is a bargain, as far as I'm concerned. You
1: know, you know what I'm reading up on now? That's also interesting. They mm. pr- apparently prototyped a bunch of smaller versions to test a ton of the individual complications. God damn! So there might be a tiny prototype somewhere in their vault with just the Hebrew calendar stuff.
0: I paid for that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't pay like a fair price for it. I would like pay like $40 for it. You know what I mean?
1: That's nuts. There, There's probably so much stuff left over from building this damn thing. So who do you think has it?
0: Pfft, someone that specifically requested a Hebrew calendar. I oh. mean, how do you request that? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. I, I don't I would know. Love,
1: enough. I would love it if somebody in the Stern family had it. Just just, just to be ironic, the, the family that, that owns Patek, it'd be funny. <laughs>
0: I don't know, but I just, I remember hearing about this thing. I was thinking about it recently and then, you know, we decided to do guilty pleasure watches. This watch does not need to exist. It is an exercise in superfluous, orological muscle flexing. There's no reason for this watch to exist, but I, it's so beautiful. It's, the thing is, it's not visually ostentatious. They designed this thing so well. It's just, I would put it on display and I would talk to every person about it that came in my home. UPS guy, I would talk to him about this watch, him or her about this watch.
1: <laughs> Peter hey, do you know what this is?
0: Right? I would be, and to the point where they would just refuse to bring me packages. They would just, they would just put the shit in my door and knock and run. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you know, like like my my, like my, my paperboy days. But the the watch is beautiful. I've have, I've have some pictures here also of just what the movement looks like. It is, the it movement really is. is it looks like fucking Megatron's heart. All right, dude. Like it's like it is
1: some Transformer shit.
0: You know, it's crazy, man.
1: I'd love it if if whoever had it just just left it as a cat toy or something. <laughs> just put it in,
0: <laughs> put it in their cat tree on like a string, and the cat it's comes and dangling. paws at it. <laughs> man, that's funny as hell. But yeah, this this is a guilty pleasure watch for me. I'm so drawn to this watch. I'm never going to see this watch. I'm never going to touch this watch. I'm never going to own it, but every time I think about this I'm like, man.
1: Hey, that was a maybe cool fucking maybe watch. the person that owns it is a very very anonymous TBWS listener. You never know. We might get an email after this.
0: You never know. Um <laughs> if that if that is the case, kudos. You took part in designing something I just incredibly beautiful and something that I, I, I feel like people
1: should talk about more. Cause the thing is, I, I feel like is this, is this an exercise in the demonstration of personal wealth or is this an exercise in just fascinating oneself with urology?
0: I think it's definitely something more, it's definitely, it's, it's an exercise in, in someone expressing their fascination with orology. Because yeah. you had to have that fascination first before you decided to put money in there. Why would you request request all this bullshit unless you fucking loved orology? You loved complications. You loved the idea of having something so orologically encompassing as this. If you wanted something expensive, just buy this goddamn rainbow Rolex. Boom. Done. You know I what would, I mean?
1: I would kinda love to see Lil Wayne put this on a gold chain and wear it around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> please please don't, Mr Mr. Lil Wayne. Please don't. <laughs> Pouring champagne on it.
0: <laughs> oh my god. I wonder what the water resistance is. <laughs> on the fashion on Constantine dude there's a picture of someone holding it like in the palm of their hand it looks like an it looks like an alarm clock yeah the, cr- the crown is huge the crown looks like a fucking
1: like it's like the size of a Hershey's kiss like the alarm clock you you see on like a looney tunes like dynamite bomb yeah it's, it's totally nice. classic <laughs> god in
0: heaven. It lo- there's a picture of someone like working on the movement it looks like he's tinkering with iron man's fucking arc reactor heart it's nuts dude <laughs> It's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it makes me very happy to see this watch. It's very pleasing yeah. to see this watch, but this is a stupid, this, this, this is, but at the same time, this is a single person's expression. You know what I mean? They had this love, they had the money, they put both of them together, and then boom.
1: So, yeah.
0: But yeah, the Fashion Constantine 57260. We'll put some photos and stuff up, but I, I'm very interested to hear. Your third pick for for guilty pleasure watching part three. I'm kind
1: of embarrassed at my at my last pick because it's no. it's actually it's actually the uh, the um, the simplest of my uh, my choices. Actually. Okay. It's, in the grand scheme of things, it's not too crazy. It's also a Rolex. I think the the funny thing is I I feel very guilty about it because. I I tried it on in person after we parted ways in Hong Kong. Okay. So, so I like we said goodbye and like in the night before I before <laughs> I left to to get on my on my plane I was just like I was like walking through the dark streets and and where were we? <laughs> w- Wan Chai. Wan <Von> Chai, dude. <laughs> you know, in the rain with my hood on, you know. The
0: full the full Blade Runner, right?
1: Sneaking sneaking into into these little these little rolex shops and uh there were a lot of them i was like nobody nobody can see me trying this thing on Uh, especially not kaz he'd never talk to me again (laughs) that's not true so um (coughs) this one is in stainless steel and it is the uh it's the yacht master 2 and i can't i can't (laughs) i can't tell you why man i i I can't i can't explain it i'm just i'm just drawn to it this is like the jordan belfort of uh of uh, Rolexes, you know,
0: haven't um, we made fun of this watch together? I'm so confused. I think,
1: I think we have. You can totally make fun of this watch. It's a dumb watch. I just, <laughs> I think I'm so with, with
0: the blue, right? With the blue bezel, I'm looking at it right now.
1: Yeah, and it's got it's got Yachtmaster 2 really big on the blue bezel. Wow, that's has, just a,
0: that's just big. Yeah,
1: it's got no purpose. It's got no, no purpose. Um, these things are like. Essentially, a yacht timer is basically a backwards chronograph. Okay, I'm confused um, by this dial. There's only yeah. it only goes to ten. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because you can time, um, you can set a timer for as as much as ten minutes. So I guarantee you that ninety percent, probably more, 90 percent of the people that have this watch, either just don't use that complication. Or just like don't know what it's what it's for. What these numbers maybe,
0: are. Maybe maybe it takes ten minutes for the waiter to bring you a new bottle of crystal. Maybe that's what it's supposed to time, right?
1: Yeah, you on, can yell on, at him. On your yacht, right? Yeah. You can yell at him and say you have two minutes, I'm timing you. I'm timing
0: you on my Rolex on my Rolex Yachtmaster too. Yeah. You have two minutes before I start screaming.
1: I think it's cool because f- first of all, Rolex doesn't make a lot of watches that are this big in forty four millimeters. I think oh, there's wow, I think there's, there's this one. Um Hmm. I actually think, I think it might be only this one, and I think the James Cameron like deep sea is forty four. It's
0: a giant fucking watch,
1: <laughs> you know. But uh, you know they they make one of these in all gold, and I think there's a two tone one, and they look just crazy. Uh, it's stainless steel. I mean, I guess I can see this. I can see this as an everyday watch for somebody that lives on yachts. I suppose. <laughs> i i think i think i'm more drawn to um a small taste of the lifestyle associated with this watch than the mm-hmm. full than the full idea of the watch itself so um,
0: what's the vegan equivalent of having oysters on your yacht because that's like the yacht thing gray goose oysters what is it? what's
1: what's the um what's the super pricey like mushroom that you get at, at fancy places
0: ah <sighs> I'm blanking. I have no right idea. I'm gonna Google truffle. Fancy.
1: Tru- what's truffles? Truffles. Truffles. Anything with truffles. Yeah,
0: uh, they're like um. I what what like do a- they
1: make truffle oil from? Truffles. truffles. Those things are super expensive.
0: Yeah, but I don't think you can just eat truffles. It's like a it's like a fungus additive that like yeah. pigs seek out in the French countryside. Dude,
1: my, my wife, my wife and I, we went to a restaurant once and. Full disclosure, her parents were paying. But anyways, it was a place where you can you can get truffle shavings, um, like on whatever your food is. But they charge you for each time they grate it. So like one single grate, it's like ten bucks or Jesus, something like that. What do you that.
0: do if your waiter has Parkinson's or something like that, dude? He's like <laughs> automatically upcharge ten thousand dollars.
1: And then my brother, my brother-in-law was like, he he was like, oh man, that's so cool. And he didn't know this, but he took. He basically took the grater and the truffle like from the waiter and just started like going to town on his food. Jesus
0: Christ! I, think oh, I was like, heart.
1: "Yeah, that's like fifty bucks." Uh, <laughs> 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 so maybe, maybe those, maybe that would be like the vegan equivalent of. Uh,
0: I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> but but so so you can explain this to me in regards to veganism. Is it okay to eat it if they have to use an animal to find it? I don't know. Is that technically is, is, from an animal? Because the only the only way they can find it is I think dogs and pigs.
1: That's a good question. That's a good question because they're really deep, it's really deep underground, right? Truffles is the, is that why yeah. they're expensive?
0: They're they yeah. humans can't find them. You the only for some reason only pigs can smell them. And I think you can train a dog to sniff them out also. You can't like metal detector that shit. You can't grow them because they grow randomly. Oh. So you can't harvest them um you have they'll the, all, the, the way the spores uh, disperse. It's always random. So You have to rely on an animal to find it
1: that's a good question that's a good yeah. question Yeah. I'll any have to vegans
0: any vegans actually I know I know a few vegans listen to the show if
1: any of you guys have insight uh, on this <laughs> would have really appreciated You
0: listening to two book vegan watched Dalmatian snobs uh, well even if
1: even if it's not vegan fuck it
0: fuck it you only live twice or whatever whatever the saying
1: is I'd get some I'd get some some truffle and wear my yacht master and pop some cristal with my friend Kaz on yeah, I non, on my non existent yacht.
0: <laughs> just to clarify, I would be cleaning the deck on your yacht. Just to just to really make our roles clear at this
1: point. No, it's it's our yacht. I you gotta remember, I in this scenario, I sell <laughs> I sell my Patek. And I Oh good my, the
0: Patek, I, I knew I knew it was there. I, I buy I knew, a I small the, dinghy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having a two book watch knobs yacht? How how ridiculously ironic would that be? And we and we would call it we would call the we would call the yacht too broke to watch right Ah, i like it too broke to watch too broke to watch now's yacht too broke to watch or too broke to yacht oh my god yes that's even funnier too broke to yacht <laughs> oh we need to write this down hold on <laughs> need to write this down. too broke to yacht I'm, I'm i'm using the number two just to clarify
1: yeah that's too perfect broke to yacht. awesome well, we, we had some fun picks this time i'm i'm happy with this episode
0: yeah i chose uh, so just to recap i guess we should start recapping huh hmm. yeah we went a little over last time um i i, I always love doing guilty pleasure watches i think it's so much fun I'm super interested in hearing every one of your guys's opinions on the watches that we chose also your guilty pleasure watches i think in the time since we last did an episode to now a whole mess load of new listeners have jumped on so you've probably never heard any of the earlier guilty pleasure watch episodes go back and check them out they're fucking hilarious because <laughs> just it's just fun to talk about watches like this charming
1: bird charming bird made it oh my god the
0: charming bird is I such a guilty bird. pleasure of mine i love i i love superfluous complications i love birds i'm a i grew up with birds um as as most brown people do apparently i love birds <laughs> all right no apparently, apparently keeping birds is like a brown thing i have i have no my parents are from pakistan and when i went there a bunch as a kid everyone had a bird you know what i mean miserable looking birds in tiny cages molted feathers so you know they're being cared for, as, as you should for the bird. Oh God. humanity is terrible man all right can we just like clarify that i know we clarify that in every single episode i just want to really clarify that we have to find a new way to exercise our authority on living kind you know yep so what was i saying oh yeah so um charming bird i love that watch great guilty pleasure watch um but really interested to in hearing your guys thoughts and opinions on your guilty pleasure watches and things that don't have to necessarily be expensive they can be things that are just weird like industry recognized as weird watches or like quote-unquote like not popular watches that's the idea behind the guilty pleasure watch it's something where you know it's not supposed to be. It's 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 Montagues and Capulets copulating in closets. You know, these things should not be together, but damn it, we can't help it. We love can't help but loving a good guilty pleasure watch. Um so go and check out the older episodes, we'll link them as well. Um really interested in hearing your thoughts on this show. So uh, just to recap, my first pick was the Memorigin line of just like random, like culturally accessible licensing properties they've utilized. So SpongeBob SquarePants transformers fucking monster hunter uh, bruce lee um uh the smurfs fucking garfield the avengers and they're all Turbions. chinese mm-hmm. turbion hong why kong turbions why the fuck not dude let's take a Turbion in it you know um between 10 and 20k what was your first pick the
1: unico uh red magic Big so Bang. cool
0: the, 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 we're gonna, we're gonna start calling it the Darth Maul uh, pacemaker. The Hublot <laughs> Darth Maul pacemaker, right? Yeah. I like it. Um, second thing that I chose was that Gerard Perigo fucking slot, slot machine, machine complication yeah. watch. Ugh, <clears throat> love it. $625,000. Tis but a scratch. You know what I mean? Uh, Rainbow, your second, Rainbow this, Daytona. Your second pick was the fucking Rainbow. This thing is hilarious. Yeah. You know? And then I my third it. pick was this, uh, Vacheron Constantine. 57260, 53 fucking. Hold on, I have, I have it written here.
1: 57. Uh, right? 57.
0: No. 33 complications. Oh, no, no, wait, no. I'm confused. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all confused now. 57 complications. God, dear, dear God in heaven. 57 complications. Over 2,800 parts. My God. 50 millimeters thick. It's <laughs> wild that's absolutely crazy and then you he closed it out with this whole like this this is a great guilty pleasure watch pick. this um Rolex Yacht Master 2 it's just so interesting I just don't understand I just don't understand it
1: I I, I love and believe me I think what I love the most about it is that most people don't understand it most owners <sighs> probably don't understand it. they're just like that thing is cool and expensive I'll probably get it
0: it, ma- it matches the blue on my car you know yeah. So how how much was this watch again?
1: This in stainless steel is eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty. So actually more than um more than a Royal Oak in stainless steel, more than a time only Royal Oak in stainless steel. What bit. would you
0: cho- what would you choose, uh, Royal Oak stainless steel or their this master two stainless steel? Oh, if you Royal had the Oak money all day for that bracelet, all day, <laughs>
1: yeah, just for that bracelet.
0: No contest. Oh yeah, that yeah. bracelet. That's so cool. But yeah, so. Those are our picks for um, Two Book Watch Knobs, Guilty Pleasure Watches Part 3. Would love to hear from every single one of you guys and your picks and your thoughts on what we chose. To recap the show, also, um, really fun wrist check. I'm rocking the Slava Medical. Did a YouTube video for the Slava Medical. Go and check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes as well. Also, Michael, sadly, Michael um, was not able to complete the calendar watch fast. But you still learned something, which is what's important. You know what I mean? That's the, I, that's I got a makeup on today,
1: and I'm happy about that.
0: There you go. And he's rocking the makeup. That thing is so cool. Um, he's considering, I guess, modding it out. I would say go for it. That'd be a lot of fun almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that'd be super cool. Um, also, uh, keep an eye out for the review on the uh, EMG Nemo. Really, really cool watch. It is on Kickstarter right now. It's, it's probably, I mean, we see a lot of micro brand dive watches, and this is the one for the first time in a long time where I was just like, this thing's cool. Like I was like super, it's just very fun. I love the colors you talk about the color options in the review
1: a ton of colors yeah
0: awesome that's rock and roll man and then uh watch news um that news that new seiko astron smaller really interesting i hope they continue to kind of do that and i hope some of that knowledge learning potentially spreads to some of the other i mean i guess that wouldn't be direct learning but i hope eventually also the citizen satellite wave can get smaller too because those things are pretty fun in terms of gps watches you know and then, obviously, we talked about Guilty Pleasure watches. So um, that's it for the show. If we made you guys laugh, if you had a good time, if we made your commute even a little a little bit more enjoyable, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash You can check out um, additional information on just some, like, fun sort of behind-the-scenes stuff for the show in regards to where patron funds go to um, in terms of the day-to-day, what we use funding for, also what, well, how we want to grow the show and everything like that. But the really important part about the Patreon is not you know, you having to worry about donating money, you know, fuck money, don't give a shit. What's really cool about the Patreon is that there's more podcast episodes up there. Um, we do a um, Patreon special. Uh, the Two Book Watch House Patreon podcast special, whatever the fuck it's called. It's on there as well. We're four episodes in, and we're going to start doing more soon, so go and check those out. And, um, yeah, huge thank you from everyone that's been emailing us. Also, we're working on responding to everyone. Um, we want to just kind of give everyone the time they deserve, so if you emailed us and you haven't heard back, please, 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 please be, uh, be patient and, um... Yeah, we'll get to everyone uh, as soon as we can. But otherwise, um, am I missing anything? I think that's it. I think that's it. Also, a huge thank you to everyone that has been using our Amazon affiliate link um, to make your Amazon purchases. So to clarify, the Amazon affiliate link is just a really fun way for people to donate to the show without actually spending extra money. So the Amazon affiliate links allows you to do your regular Amazon shopping and Amazon basically pays us like a finder's fee. You don't have to do anything extra. All you have to do is start your Amazon shopping through one of our affiliate links. So if you have any questions on that or how that works, please feel free to reach out. I've clarified it for a bunch of folk already. So if anyone has any questions, please don't be shy about um, reaching out and then uh, let me think what else. Uh, I feel like I'm missing stuff. I also don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to reality.
1: Michael, can this be reality? (laughs) It can be.
0: Us looking at at, at at gummy bear Rolexes and 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 fifty seven complication basher on Constantines, <laughs> looky no touchy, right? real
1: life, yeah, real life, <laughs>
0: real, you know, you know, real, you know, real, real, real guy stuff, right? <laughs> Not talking about Ryan Gosling's shoulders or hundred month Dalmatians. <laughs> uh, Although, oof, what a man! It's, okay, it's sorry a,
1: it's a good, it's a, it was a good episode. I think we can, <laughs> we can close it out.
0: Okay, you want to start the sign off I'll jump in.
1: Sure. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike.
0: This is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. Later.